How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Weekend Variety Show for Saturday, July the 3rd. First of all, thank you for all the birthday wishes. It was greatly appreciated. And second of all, today we're doing a mailbag. That's very exciting. And I think today's mailbag was actually super interesting. Uh, I asked all of you, what is your favorite JRPG of all time and why? And of course, you were free to interpret that however you wanted. And the responses I got, I think, were intriguing because... There was definitely, like, some go-to responses here, and maybe this sh should have been predictable, but a lot of people said Final Fantasy VII. In fact, so many people said it that I can't even list all of the people. But there were some great stories. Uh, BrettDT88 on Discord said that the game is special for them for nostalgic reasons. They remember waiting in line at EB Games for the release day copy, and they had the Prima guidebook. And playing the game, flipping through the guidebook, one of their fondest memories. Coach J also mentioned Final Fantasy VII, saying that he replays the game all the time, even though he tends not to be the kind of person that likes to reread or replay stuff. We also got a message from Fancy, who said that the game with the Prima Guide was what got them back into gaming. She went out and got an original PlayStation, played it every day of her first pregnancy, and now her daughter plays Final Fantasy XIV and finally understands her obsession with the Final Fantasy series. I thought that was t so funny. By the way, I want to send best wishes to Fancy, who is recovering from a hospital emergency. Sending lots of love to you. Okay, let's stay in the Final Fantasy lane for a second here. We have Anna Marie, who gave a shout out to Final Fantasy IV, because she plays a randomizer that changes the game up every time she plays it. I think that's really cool. And Sonic Boom, who said that there's this Final Fantasy XIV, and he actually does talk about that game a lot in the Discord, so I'm not surprised there. What else do we got? We got Endothar who said that their favorite game is Golden Sun for the Game Boy Advanced. And particularly, he calls out the soundtrack, the music. They said, quote, And the game was an absolute GBA classic. Different biomes, challenging fights, compelling story, fun puzzles to find all the gin. I loved the whole experience, end quote. We had a few people mention Persona 5 as their favorite game. Uh, Chewed Up said that they've played through both the vanilla and Persona 5 Royal all the way through, hundreds of hours. And they said, quote, the story is moving, funny, and full of action and twists. Building relationships with other characters is addicting, and I sometimes put more time into that part than the core game. Each character brings something new to the party and story. End quote. And then, of course, he also gives a shout-out to the music. I think a lot of people in this prompt mentioned the music. Seems like it's such a core part of the JRPGs. I think another answer which a lot of people gave, which I thought was really interesting, was that there are people who just don't have a favorite JRPG, don't play a lot of these games. Vaderog said that they've tried many of them over the years, but they're just not really for them. Flying Goatman says that they haven't played very many, but they recently tried Yakuza Like a Dragon, and they really loved the humor and the style. And quote, I haven't tried many others yet, but I hope to. It's a genre I've always had trouble getting into, mostly because I struggle a lot with reading subtitles and playing at the same time. That's why I think I got along with Like a Dragon a lot smoother than the other Yakuza games in the series. I know these games are so good, and I really want to play them, but it just drains me too much. End quote. And I think that's totally understandable. I, I'm similar, I think, with many genres. There's um, an appreciation for what they are, and a desire to want to enjoy them, but sometimes there's some kind of limiting factor. Like, for me, it's fighting games. I really love fighting games. The artistry, watching the esports, learning about all the crazy combos, but the difficulty spike on those types of games are just not for me. I... I I don't have the patience for it. Let's do a few more here. Uh, Raven Dark mentioned two games, Near Automata and Lost Odyssey. 
And I'm surprised nobody really mentioned either of those games, and they're very well loved, very well respected. I really enjoyed Nier Automata, even though I didn't really play through most of it. The little time that I spent with it was quite interesting. And you know what? I gotta do it. Ricky mentioned that their favorite JRPG of all time is Grandia. He uses Grandia in pretty much every single mailbag prompt, and this is what he says, quote, The story easily rivals Final Fantasy with twists, turns, and the characters practically develop before your eyes. You go on a grand adventure, and I do mean adventure. You travel the world, you do meet exotic locals, you have a myriad of mini-adventures along the main one that still feel like the main adventure. It's as if Studio Ghibli decided to make an adventure game long before Nino Kuni existed. End quote. There you go, Ricky, I'll give you that one. I'll play Grandia one of these days. Folks, that is all the time we have left on today's mailbag. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's greatly appreciated. I'm going to be back tomorrow with another JRPG-themed show, and I, it's going to be a little different from what we usually do. I hope you're going to enjoy it. And then, of course, back with the news on Monday, as scheduled. So, until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, thanks for those mailbag. I think that was very exciting. JRPGs, I agree with, um... With Flying Goatman, it's one of those subgenres that I really want to be into, but sometimes just eludes me for some reason. I think one of the reasons is that they tend to be quite long, and I appreciate shorter games. But, you know, I played Final Fantasy IX last year. I'm playing Final Fantasy X this year. And I'm really excited, as you know, to play uh, Octopath Traveler. So, anyway. Hey, today was my birthday, at the time of this recording. You remember yesterday I mentioned I don't really celebrate, and... I didn't. Uh, it was a fairly easygoing day, I would say. Got some errands done. Gonna be going out to dinner today, in fact. We're gonna go to a patio. Haven't done that in, well, more than a year. <laughs> We're gonna try and find a spot that isn't too packed, because as great of the idea as the patios are, I still feel a little weary being around a ton of people. And in Toronto, I've seen the patios are just crazy. But here in my hometown, it's a little more manageable, I think. Also today, we confirmed that I'm going to be seeing an old friend for the first time again in more than a year, so I'm very excited to see that. It's crazy what you can do once you're vaccinated. Um, and I might be starting my first tabletop RPG in quite a long time. It is a uh, tabletop RPG called Urban Shadows. It is powered by the Apocalypse, which is an offshoot of a TTRPG called Apocalypse World. And I've only played it once before. And actually, it was made by uh, a local designer, like, in our hometown. But it ended up going on to have, like, international success, which is awesome. So we're just going to try it. I find that a lot of my role-playing games groups end up dissipating after a couple of sessions. So I'm not going in with these high expectations. But if the session goes well, I'm going to try and, like, make up for my past mistakes as a GM and... Hopefully I've learned enough at this point to make the session go really well. Uh, I don't know. We'll see if it keeps going. I think Urban Shadows is really neat. It's um, It takes place in a city, uh, like a modern city, except it's very dark, very gritty, has vampires and werewolves. You know, it has like a, a supernatural element to it. And it's all about, you know, bringing this city to life. You actually use a real life city. You can use your hometown or you can use famous cities like Paris, London, etc., so, I don't know, we're going to do that on Sunday. I'll let you know how it goes. The day before that, on Saturday, when you're probably listening to this, I'm hopefully going to be picking up some couches, because we've been living in an apartment with no couches, which means our living room has basically gone unused. Sorry, I said an apartment, I meant a townhouse. 
and we might even be picking up a board game along the way. It's an exciting time having a roommate, you know, just Shelby and I alone, it was tremendous. I mean, we love living with each other and, you know, we're best friends. But having a roommate to just hang out with and having somebody around, totally underrated. I think, you know, the the usual path is that you go from having roommates to not having roommates, right? But Shelby and I did the reverse of that, particularly so that we could just live in a bigger house and be able to afford it. And it's going great so far. I mean, it's only been a couple of weeks, but Shelby's happy. We have a cat around. We love having the cat. Just having somebody to talk to, you know, that is uh, not the same person that you've been with alone for three years. <laughs> it's something fresh. Anyway, uh, folks, that's all the time I got. I'm, I've been talking a lot. I have to go get some dinner and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Ciao.